mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and presson falsies. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. 
They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Welcome back to the bar. This is your illustrious leader, bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. And we have a very special, am I allowed to call you a bitch? The third bitch. <laughs> We're allowed to call her a bitch. You have to join our club if you want to be on here. That's true. Kathy, I'm calling you a bitch and you can't hit me with a purse. Hey, I'm fine with it because I'm in the presence of the biggest bitches That's that right. on the show. <laughs> That's right. I mean, look. Any bitch is going to be less of a bitch compared to us. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Well, Kathy, it's so exciting to have you here. Everybody has been waiting for this episode. You know, I have had people dinging me on social media. When are you going on? When are you going on? And I was like, you know, when the timing is right. You've had a very busy spring, to be honest. So which we're going to talk all about. But before we do that, we have a little bit of housekeeping to get to so that we make sure that we do all of our business before we get into the fun. So we are going to start before we get into this very special episode with Candy Apple Kathy. We're going to start by thanking our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and joined our exclusive Patreon channel. So let's thank Anna, Kate S, Elizabeth, Sydney, Emily, Megan, Zoe, Audrey, Am I going to read Kathy's name on here? Do you think? Maybe. Kaylin, <laughs> uh, Sydney, Cyrus, Vanessa, Laura, Alicia, Brooke, Fransley, uh, Imagedish, Clotta, Lucy, Aurelia, Colleen, Madeline, Madison, Emily, Amanda, Madeline, Summer, Elena, Forever, Amber, Jenny, Katie, Chelsea, Stephanie, Abby, Kaylee, M. Scott, Holly, Rachel, Aaron, Trey, Alyssa, Joseph, Mian Shows Hands, Gordon, Ava, Abby, Daily Vlogs, Emma, Leanna, Aaron, Kara, Megan, Bitchette number one, Bonnie, Sarah, Faith, Jesse, Catherine, Jaylene, Drew, Emma, Michaela, Jordan, Samantha, Bianca, Layla, Gabriella, Alicia, Russell, Sydney, Annie, Stephanie, Lexan, Rachel, Rachel, Ashley, Certain Silk, Riley, Megan, Maureen, Devin, Carson, Alea, Noah, Luz, TJ, Shay, Jenna, Samantha, Hannah, Blake, Montana, Abby, Rachel, Laura, Phoebe, Sarah, Kate, Kelly, Lisa, Liberty, Carly, Tiana, Carly, Justine, Victoria, Avery, Alexis, Brooklyn, Kendall, and Ella. Thank you guys. Thank you. We always have so many, Kathy. Yes, there's always so many. Did you guys have Miss Barbara when you were little and she would like look in the, the mirror? Are you talking about Romper Room? Miss Barbara. She was on Romper Room. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nobody would get that but us. <laughs> I, I I don't even get it. Don't you remember Romper Room? I remember the, I don't remember watching it, but I know, uh, I've heard of it. She would hold the mirror up 
they never said my name very often. No, me neither. I would wait and wait and wait, and they would never say Kathy. Mm-hmm. I know. It was very yeah. sad. Did you say she's a bitch? She's a bitch. Yes. <laughs> funny she was a bitch uh but you know what and now our kids go to those damn places that have like signs with their names on it i guarantee you vivi's not on there very often no. never never vivian but not vivian yeah yeah well clara's never on there she's always like it's claire chloe's all right but you know yeah no but barbara was a bitch so kathy it's so lovely to have you now one thing that we do at the beginning of every episode, and I told you, you did not have to drink, drink, but we always start off with a cocktail. So, oh, Look shit. She showed up. I <laughs> go, Kathy. Up every time. Yeah, you have the biggest bottle of Reuniti I've ever seen. It might be five <laughs> o'clock somewhere, though, right? It might be. I'm boring. I have my um, Rose Kennedy. I'm boring, too. I have... It's something new I'm trying. A Sunny D vodka seltzer. I've heard that these are out. They're pretty good. I used to like Sunny D. Terrible for your teeth. 52 years old. I'm not, I'm over worrying about my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you said I wouldn't let like those suckers want to fall out. They're falling out whether I drink a Sunny D or not. Speaking of that, I'm going to tell you a story real quick before we get into all things Kathy. So when I was redoing my New Orleans house, I had contractors in and out all the time. And I have white marble countertops in my side. And one day I was cleaning all the stuff off because, you know, they just leave shit everywhere. And I looked down and I'm like, who had popcorn? I don't remember anybody having popcorn. I picked up what I thought was a popcorn kernel. It was a tooth. Someone's tooth had fallen out and it like with a root. And I was like, (laughs) did you ever find out who's it was? One of your workers? They didn't notice it was missing? They probably did, but they just didn't want to mention it. I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't keep it. I think they would have picked it up and like. Well, and ran to the dentist. Maybe. Maybe they could have cemented it in or something. Maybe it was a fake tooth. I have three of those. Oh, Kathy. Oh, God. You're showing your age, Kathy. Showing your age. But I had to set my hand on fire after touching someone else's tooth. Yeah, that's gross. That's awful. It was so awful. So awful. So, well, that's a beautiful segue into our episode with Kathy. Kathy, have you had any orthodontia left or any orthodontia done lately? Actually, you know, they always say that you either have crooked teeth and no cavities or straight teeth and a mouthful of cavities. Oh, interesting. Straight teeth. I never had braces. And my mom used to say, don't let anybody hit you in the mouth. So I was a little nervous when Asia's mom came on because all I could think of was my teeth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I have a mouthful of cavities and I have this horrible, horrible anxiety in getting to the dentist. Um, uh. I had all of these teeth that had crowns and root canals. And they only last for so long, I'm finding out. Oh, I don't know. Because my stepmom just had to get hers redone. She's, I'm like, why do you have to get it redone? She's like, I've had it for like 15 years. I'm like, yeah. I think they lasted forever. Well, and well, like the post that's inside will fall. Oh, God. Yeah, it's awful. So my end all game is to get implants. But again, I mean, just thinking of that, I'm sweating. I was just going to say that makes me feel a little sweaty. Can't you give me cute little teeth that I can just pop, pop in? in. <laughs> so I have three of them. Uh, well, that's good to know. I'll put that on my list. Things to remember when I'm Kathy's age. Uh, well, Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, we were going to recap an episode, and then Kelly texted me. She's like, why don't we just talk to Kathy? She's like, you know, we can recap an episode. It's so entertaining. We don't need an episode, right? (laughs) 
Yes, you are. I mean, you are definitely our most requested and asked about person for sure across the board. And I, I, I just, think the most common question is, is Kathy really that crazy in real of life? I get, I get asked that, Kathy, all the time. Is Kathy <laughs> really that crazy? I'm like, I always question that. Of course, I never watched the show. Okay. The first couple episodes, I was like, "Mm -mm, I'm not watching. We didn't watch it either. And so now what happens for me is I catch things on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, that was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. Yeah. So, I mean, what made me crazy? Why would you guys think I'm crazy? I always tell people I didn't think you were crazy. Yeah, I didn't either. I would say Kathy's exactly what she's like on TV. I said, except I said, Kathy understood the game. Like you understood it was TV and to be a bigger, more grandiose version of yourself. Yeah. Which I think is fair for anybody. Like you, you understand, like if you just sat around and acted and I'm using air quotes, normal all the time, we wouldn't have had a show. Well, and that's why I always say when people say things like, and I know this drives Brian Stinson up a wall. (laughs) It was an acting job for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that would make him crazy. So, you know, they would say to do something and I'd be like in the back of my head, okay, how do you make this funny? How do you make this bigger than life, like you Mm -hmm. said. So that's where I was at mentally. Of course, you have all those people that don't understand what the content of reality TV is. Correct. You know, Brian told us, he was a guest a couple of of months ago now, he told us that, oh my God, he was afraid of you two. Yeah, of all the people he was Uh afraid of on the show, it was me and you. I, I know I know he thinks I'm psycho. Yeah. You must be cra- You're the crazy. I'm psycho. <laughs> well, well, I just had the word no down pat. Can you guys come down this week? No. Can yeah. You, no. Can give me Good no for you because we did I not have no that down, down pat. pat. No. Chrissy he and I did all the stupid shit we were I'm told. like, oh God, I have to do what? Okay. All right. I'll say it. Yeah. He said that you used to pull him in a room and he would start sweating. <laughs> like hardly ever talk to him like I felt that you guys were way more in the know than I was and I remember we filmed in oh god I can't remember where it was at I want to say Rhode Island okay that was season one what was the guy that had the ugly tennis shoes and drove a Tesla Scott no Michael Hammond Yes, yes, Michael Hammond. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is when we were in Rhode Island, Christy, and we had the three pound I lobster. I know, the three had the pound. Yeah. So he took you guys all to dinner. Yes, three pound lobsters. We had three pound lobsters. Okay, it was amazing. Okay. And Brian said to me, Can you stay? And I went, No, no, no. And he went, Don't you want to be on film more? And I was like, No. No. And then, and then, you know, you guys all went out to dinner and had this lovely dinner. And I went to dinner with Mike and Vivian and I was fine with it. I was fine with it. But I always felt that you guys were way more in the know. You got to go to Jeff Collins house and all of that kind of stuff. And I never got invited to any oh, of Kathy, that. Oh, Kathy, you could have had my invite. I didn't want to go half the time. <laughs> I think we only yeah. really ever did something like that maybe three times. Yeah. And when we were there, it wasn't like we were getting inside scoop or anything. Yes. Well, see, I didn't know. I mean, and I was. Yeah, no, oh, you weren't missing anything. So just I was just good lobster that day. That was probably the best thing you missed was that lobster because we do still talk about it. We had three pound lobster in Rhode Island. That was amazing. Oh, Pro- we were in Providence and we went to Hemingway's. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was good. That's Look, that- when we were at Mohegan. No, that was in Connecticut. The Mohegan Sun. Oh, yeah. OK. 
All right. Providence was when we did Where Have All the Children Gone? Yeah. Vivi was on the swing. Michael came because- That's right. Okay. And Abby threw a fit. Yes. That's why he came. Remember, she was sitting in the back doing the program book. She wouldn't film. We also did some press or something that day too. When they were practicing- where have all the children gone? We were getting our pictures taken because I remembered my outfit I had on. It was like the blue sure, and that, turquoise. Black that's and where we dress. were all sitting. And I've posted yeah. that before and have said, make a comment because we're all yeah. just sitting there forlornly. Oh, well, weren't we always sitting there forlornly? We were probably thinking what's fucking coming next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Ooh, oh, ooh. So yeah, that's all I ever thought. Everybody always says, like, describe what it's like to be on a reality show. I'm like, it's like walking through a haunted house. That's what I always say. Do you? That's so funny. I always say it's like being in a haunted house. You never know what's going to jump out at you. Nope. Because I go one step further and be funny by saying, you know, there's so many witches that I don't know which one. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. See, I always think it's a good place for a sociopath to hide and pretend to be normal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Remember, I remember Stinson saying to me on the phone, this is going to be great. And as long as you understand reality. And I was like, okay, as long as you understand reality. I guess I didn't understand reality. I guess not either. <laughs> oh, here's, okay. So I threw some questions up. I definitely want to talk to you, but this just like off the off the cuff, but this is actually a really interesting question. And it's about us too. Paula Robinson said, did any of the ALDC moms ever send you a heads up text letting you know about dances they were doing on Candy Apples Weeks? And she says, P.S. I love you, Kathy. You were so much better than Abby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Now, you know, yes. That did happen. Mm-hmm. Who, Melissa? No. Was it me? You get, yeah. I think it was when you were kind of like over it. Yeah. It was very close yeah. to you. Being, and ironically, in real life, mm-hmm. I had been to Stamba Auditorium in Youngstown. Mm-hmm. And Abby was there. This is way before the show. I was just going to say, when is this? Okay. Way, way, way before the show. Oh my God. I'm going to say... 1990 maybe oh great because i was going to say she was going to tell you about a mom she hated and it was me but i wasn't there it's yet maybe for the show. <laughs> and she did fire start well she didn't call it fire starter i think she called it pyromania jesus god and it <laughs> had rachel Kryling. Mm-hmm. yes and it was a duo the girl was a pyromaniac and then the little girl she was trying to taunt her to go along with her oh like the drew barrymore movie is that what it was based she on she tried to do that with you guys and that's where you kind of gave me a heads up of what was happening you texted me oh when we did that fire dance yeah yeah i don't remember what the specifics were but i do know that on my end because i had that information i foiled one of their situations. And I remember the producers just like, how did she figure that out? Ah, Christy Toy. Normally, did they, like, I don't know. It just always seemed like you did the opposite of what we did. Like if we did angels, you would do devils. So the producers basically tell you what we were doing? Well, you know, what would happen? And that's funny that you guys want to know what was going on on my side. It was the same structure, I'm sure, as what you guys had. And it was like, you didn't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out if you were doing pretty, I was doing ugly. Right, right. If you were doing ugly, I was going to do pretty. I mean, that was their back and forth format. 
And what would happen is the same thing that would happen with Abby and Gianna. Whoever the producer was would come to me. You know, we were dark on Monday. So Tuesday, if we were filming at my studio, I would be in the makeup chair and they would come in and give me the rundown Mm -hmm. of what's happening. And, you know, you're going to do this and what I mean, no, not really once in a while. And I feel like I had a great rapport with Scott. Mm -hmm. Once in a while, I would say, Hey, I got an idea. Like I did the patriotic one and Vivi did the voiceover about becoming a citizen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I was there. No, I don't think you were, but I was thinking about that in the shower. And I excitedly called Scott and said, you know, you guys always want to use Vivi. I will agree to her being in this. Mm. I don't think you were, Christy, because Mm. that's when I had my final team, which I loved. Okay. Haley and all of them. So yeah, so they would come to me and do the same thing. They would say, this is what you're doing and here's the music. And and in fact, going all the way back to when I showed up in LA, the very first season. With Chloe's music, blah, 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 blah. For three days, I practiced that girl's piece and she was doing a patriotic piece. She had a red, white, and blue outfit. And the producer at the time's name was Tony. I remember Tony. Close to us leaving, like a day before, he walks in and hands me this new music. And I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's Chloe's music. Okay, what am I supposed to do with it? Well, you're going to choreograph a dance to it. And I was like, oh, man. So yeah, she only had a day to learn that. And meanwhile, I can tell you, we never, ever, ever got music early and I know that we got that music because they what they did remember when we had that six week break between the first six and the back six oh yeah and a funny story about that yes so you can tell your story in a second but what I think they had done is they had found music for each one of the girls for like a nationals dance and was like sending it back and forth because I remember we had heard a couple of different versions of music. Now they didn't learn the solos, but I knew that music at some point before that week. So we I'm, never got our music before. No, yet. no. Which that's why I remember it because it was, I didn't either. It was very unusual. And that might be one of the reasons why I really like that music because like I heard it for a longer period of time. It is a pretty song. And so that's surprising that if they knew that music was around for that long, that they waited until the day, uh, <laughs> I think the day before you were leaving, although nothing, nothing was not thought out. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah. But getting back to the six week break. Yeah. So the very first week, and I don't know if I've ever told you guys this or not, but the very first week that we filmed, remember you guys did one episode first, which was in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the reason that I was not in the Arizona one was because I was like, when I found out oh, you're going to be jet setting. You're going to be getting on one plane. And <laughs> off another. I was like, oh no, not me. I'm not yeah, doing Yeah, you don't that. like to fly, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I did at the time. So I did not do the Arizona one because then I was told that the rest of them were going to be within driving distance. And please, you know, let's just take one day at a time. So that first week we went to Lancaster and I remember the bus got lost. And I'm so unknowing as probably you guys as well that I didn't know that they had to stop at a certain time because that was when their dinner was. And I didn't know any of that. And oh my God, I was on that bus and they were trying to find where they had ordered a sub, a round sub for everybody to eat. And I was, get me, I was writing to Aaron, get me off this fucking bus. This is fucking (laughs) business. So when we were like three (laughs) hours late getting back to her studio, 
And Mike then- was there with my mom, of course, you know, my entourage. They were sitting there with, and I ran into Mike's arms and said, I'm not doing this. So I wrote them a real nice little letter and said, you know, thank you for the opportunity, but I don't want to do this. I'm not mm. the gal for you. And they were like, yes, you are. So six <laughs> weeks went by. And then I thought, hey, this is it. I did it. It was an experience. I don't need to worry about it. And I get that I'm hosting a party and I get this text. Pack your bags, moms. You're not coming back until September 30th. I remember that text. <laughs> I immediately went into tears and looked at everybody and said, get out, go home. And I ran up into my loft and I was sobbing and crying. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> so that's funny that you were checked out after filming the, you weren't even filming the first episode. You were on the bus to the first episode and you were like, I can't do it. I cannot do buses. Well, I didn't like a bus either. The greatest thing to ever happen to me was when noise canceling earphones came out because I couldn't stand the conversation on the bus because there's one big mouth that just doesn't start, like stop talking. And I was like, oh God. So we used to hide in the back by the bathroom, Kelly and I. We're like, how far back can I sit, please, somebody? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Nothing gives me negative confidence like wearing the perfect outfit. You know, when you walk into a place and you just feel confident because you have, like, you you know you look good. Yeah, yeah. You used to say that all the time about costumes. You're like, oh, it's like yes. wearing the best outfit. Yeah. I, I agree. But a very close second would be Lumi whole body deodorant. Because unlike certain other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to deliver outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet. And yes, Kelly, even your privates. Because in fact, it was patients' concerns about private part odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. Flash forward six years and her game-changing whole body DO has now earned over 300,000 five-star reviews from people like me who love feeling confident from head to toe. So we have a special offer. New customers get $5 off Lumi starter pack with code BAR at lumideodorant.com. 
Now I can tell you when I was in New Orleans re renovating my house, it is hot in New Orleans. And uh -huh. I love Lumi because it helped to keep all of my, all of my parts smelling fabulous, if not inoffensive. <laughs> I, I think my favorite is the body wash. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's great. So to hear. Like, I just feel like that my whole body is covered. <laughs> I would agree with that. I would agree. Um, so whole body deodorant. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. You can use it on your pits, your under boobs, your thigh folds, your belly buttons, your butt crack, uh, your personal vaginal areas, we'll say, and your feet. It's created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was, be was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Because unlike certain traditional deodorants that try to mask with fragrance, Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts, more like a pre-odorant. It's baking soda-free and paraben-free. It's pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Choose from a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. So Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash, like you said, and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As, As a special good. No, you go. Tell them all. As a special offer to our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter kit with code B-A-R-R-E, that's BAR, at lumideodorant.com. That's equivalent to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use the code BAR, B-A-R-R-E. You guys are going to love it. So Kathy, somebody wants to know what your favorite outfit you wore on the show was. Oh, oh I thought that's a good one. Well, I'll tell you, that is a good one. And I'll tell you, I struggle. You would think that I was a toddler. I struggle in what I wear. Like I can't see, Vivi dresses amazing. She puts the coolest things together and I'll be like, well, why didn't I think of that? I have to have everything matching. Like years ago, you'd go into like ups and downs or the limited and and there'd be a skirt and there'd be a matching sweater. So now when you walk into these places, it's like, and what came in to go with that? And they're looking at me like, nothing, lady, you got to figure it out. Um, what was my favorite outfit? So Jimboree was like your jam for Vivi when she was little. Yeah. Oh, I used to go yeah. in and say, oh, why can't you have a store for women like yeah. Jimboree? Yeah. For women. I mean, that would have been awesome. Okay, my favorite outfit was I had this amazing black leather skirt that wasn't actually pleated, but it Wow, Kathy, I can't imagine you in leather. Yeah. Well, yes. It was season two, and I don't remember what I had on, but we were in Pittsburgh filming, and that's where Abby was pushing her dog. Yeah, it was fire and ice. It was when you guys did the funeral dance. Yes, I liked that outfit. I also liked- I feel like you had a blouse and a sweater or something. How the fuck do I remember this? Well, I would be really creative when I knew I had to film throughout the week. I'd be like, oh, let's do this and this and this. Not me. I'm like, whatever fits. We didn't have time. No. It was like, whatever we had like in our suitcase. Somebody else like... to do this. So. Well, you can tell that I didn't know what I was wearing. 
Obviously. <laughs> well, I guess that at one point the crew used to judge. Oh yes, we had on. I forgot about that. Oh really? Yeah, they, they judged to... our clothes. Yeah, who was at the top of the pyramid and stuff? I think you won a lot, Cal. Did I? <laughs> I do. I think you won a lot. You and your mom jeans. You oh, weren't winning God. anything. I wasn't winning shit. And your disco ball tops. Oh, shut up! <laughs> no. Shut up! Um, somebody just said, Cappy, please make a quote book. And she says, make it look really serious. But inside it just says pages and pages and pages of sit down disco ball. <laughs> That's the okay. most requested thing I get. Uh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. You know what people like that I said? And I, I said this in the interview chair as just like totally not even thinking it was anything of note. And I get asked and quoted this all the time. Red plastic rhinestone crap, blue plastic rhinestone crap. When I said Abby divides her jewelry in shoe boxes, <laughs> and I said she has red plastic rhinestone crap, blue plastic rhinestone crap, she does. Yeah. It is divided. She used to buy that shit in New York. You know those stores in New York that you'd buy your dance costume jewelry from? She always shopped there for herself. So people love that line. Olivia said, Christian Kelly always say it was easy and fun to fight with you. Do you feel the same? Oh, yes. I loved fighting with you. You were easy. Now, I don't really feel, Kelly, like we interacted nearly as much as you and I did, Christy. No. I feel I... like you were always the target of right. like, when I walk in. Oh, there she is. Because I just saw a clip and I had a really cute red coat on. And I'm walking through and I look at you and I went, ew, that looks like throw up. And I just keep on walking. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like you gave me a lot of material just and, and it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I never was like, I liked when you were around. I did. That took the pressure off of us fighting with each other. Mm -hmm. so it's much yes. easier to fight with you because you went home. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when we fought with each other, it was like we had a wake yeah. up the next morning and go and sit with each other all day you know right, so, so right. much easier with you yeah well I yeah. think I mean there was a lot more facets when we would show up oh for sure I like that you got it like you understood it was a show so like we could fight and it didn't mean that you were gonna like file restraining orders on me right. the next day <laughs> no it's funny because that is why I lost my season two team which were all of my dancers because of me no, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. They just didn't get it. Oh. That's the only way I can describe it. Yeah, I got you. They didn't get it. Yeah, I got it. I understand. This is really cute. Sarah said, I don't have a question, but I want to tell her how iconic she is. And she <laughs> okay. said, during the original airing of the show, we all thought she was the villain, but really she was so sweet to her dancers. And now we all know who the true villain is. Much love for you, Kathy. Oh, that that's sweet. sweet. Someone said on... A TikTok comment, which I love to refer to this because I feel like, yes, yes, that is it. Somebody said, growing up and maturing is realizing that Kathy was always queen. <laughs> and I, oh, That's I, a good one. I love that because I feel like, you know, the little kids that were so against me because, you know, they loved Abby because Abby had the girls. Yes. They were loving and Abby was winning and the girls were winners and, you know, no one wants to be a fan of the underdog. And so I was horrible. But now as these kids who were like seven and eight and nine, now as they're growing up and, you know, they're in their twenties and that they're coming back and now they're sitting and analyzing it. They and get it. Thinking, yeah. Oh my gosh. Look, she wasn't really that awful. That's exactly what they do to us too. They like us better. 
Because before they were just like, oh, those moms are crazy. Now they're like, well, wait, they might have had a point. They're they're actually sticking up for their kids. The maturity level kicks in and now the decade has went by and the mindset is different. A hundred percent. Have you seen, I am always in awe of those kids that are doing the Pyramid, the musical. Yes. They're, have you seen it, Kelly? No. Oh my God. They're brilliant. They're like writing all of these songs. It's like basically an off-Broadway show they're doing about the Antoine's. There is one called My Little Kendall that I scream over. Uh, I like the Candy Apples song. It's hilarious. One of the Candy Apples, I think I've only seen Welcome to Candy Apples. And then I know there is Kathy's Your Big Number, too. Yeah. (laughs) Your Big Number. Did uh, Mike doesn't still own beef jerky stores, right? No, he doesn't have it anymore. I'm sad. Yeah. I love beef jerky. Well, you know, he did that on a whim and I thought it was so stupid. And the only reason why he did it, the only reason why he did it was because that front area of our building was vacant for a while. And he was like, well, I'm going to put something, well in. Put something in it. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's why he did that. And when he came home and told me he was going to do that, I was like, yeah, this is a dumb idea, but you know, you do what you want to do. So he did it. And, um, but now his dad was ready to pass down his business which is a specialized palette business. So he has his job over here that he does. And he has this business where he's got people running it for him and all of that. So yeah, he went from jerky to palettes. That's hysterical. Anytime it was candy apple week, she was like, tell Kathy to bring me jerky. <laughs> that was always her biggest request. It was hysterical. But he left when the crew would come in because they would drop a hundred and some dollars. And the day that we had to meet up Chloe, he loved that day. That was like a $500 bill. I bet. So, okay. We can't not talk about Vivi. So Vivi just graduated. Congrats to Vivi. She's a high school graduate. She had an amazing competition season this year. I've obviously followed her on Instagram. Great tapper. Beautiful. I love that she like won student choreographer awards and stuff. Love all of that. And so now what's up next for Vivi? Okay. So took us a while, took her a while to decide what she was going to do. I mean, signing day, she had all of these offers, like Point Park, Cincinnati, someplace in Washington, D.C., someplace in Akron, someplace in New York, Otterbein, a bunch of different places. And we have a client at the studio whose son just graduated from Cleveland State. They did nothing but rave about this school, how fabulous it was and how safe they felt. And I guess that their dorms are amazing. And that's the selling point is to people coming in. (laughs) They're like apartments. Signing day came and went. And I was like, you know, Mike, what are we doing here? What, what's going on? I, and I'm not going to press, but she's got to figure out what she's going to do. So finally, one day she was sitting in the chair and kind of burst into tears that all she wanted to do was dance. Aww. You know, and it's ironic. Here's the kid that was profiled as being the hater of dance. Yeah. So I said, well, don't, don't cry. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So a couple of days later, it was a very together kid. A couple of days later, she said, I'm going to go to college. I have to go to see if I'm going to like it. And I said, okay, where do you think you're going to go? I'm going to go to Cleveland State. And she had talked to the people at the dance studio. And so she put that in motion. Well, then a couple of weeks ago, she met with her counselor because we did orientation, mm-hmm. you know, very nice facility, 50 minutes away, just far enough that, you know, she's not at home. She's but if her- she needs something, you but can be man, there. If I need to get there, I'll yeah. be there in a heartbeat. So she was going to 
major in film and minor in dance. Oh, cool. Came down, hmm, she came down the steps and came over to my mom's side and said, I, I don't get to dance at all. And I'm like, what? No. And I got this, 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 and this. And I'm like, Vivi, I don't give a shit what dad says. If you want to major in dance, you march your butt upstairs and you email the counselor and tell her you're changing your major. So she did. And now she's happy as can be. Well, good. Good job. She's major in dance and minor in business. She missed the audition to be in their performance company. Okay. Because she changed schools last year, she also missed the audition for their dance team. And I kept telling her because the teachers, the two teachers that did the classes, because she took a dance, she took dance class every day. Those two teachers really liked her. And mm-hmm. I kept saying, go ask them if you can be an alternate. Go at, no, mm-hmm. I don't want you. God, so, yes, yeah, I know that finds child. out that they probably would have worked with her. So yeah. I said, go upstairs. You email the lady that's in charge of the dance department. You ask her if you can have a personal audition. So she went up and it was a situation where the lady said, okay, well, we'll take a look at you when classes start. And then like uh, 15 minutes later or a day later or whatever, she writes back, let's have a Zoom meeting. Mm. I don't know if there was some recognition or what. Good, use that shit. You know, like, come on, use what you got. Yeah, and the lady said, I don't see a problem in you being in our performance team. We'll make sure that we look at you the first week. But based on everything I know, I think that, you know, you'll be on the performance team. So, Oh, good for her. And it's it was good. Because her dance department, her dance building is directly behind our, up in Cleveland, we have what's Playhouse Square. And there's a bunch of, it's like mini Broadway. There's a bunch of little theaters and, and she's back in the theater district to do her classes. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. Well, good for her. I mean, look. Here's the thing is, and I believe this wholeheartedly, and Abby actually used to say this. She was like, the kids who like learn to love it later are the ones who stick with it. It's when they're little and they're like, it's all like flash up front. Then it's kind of like, eh, they get over it. They say Vivi is the one that didn't want to dance on the show, but she's probably dancing the most now. The most out of anybody. The funny thing was while we were filming, she wasn't dancing on film, but she was at home being in countless Classes, yeah. teams and I would not have let Vivi dance on that show if I were you ever because all they were going to do was make her seem inadequate yes the very first day that she had and it's not even that Abby was an ogre to her because she was not and Abby is very nice to Vivi to this day but when Vivi my mom and Mike were sitting in there. I don't know why they were so lenient with me, but my mom and Mike were sitting right in Abby's dance room. I'm like, what? She was learning that bumblebee dance <laughs> and she walked over and crawled up on my mom's lap and had these big fat tears welling uh. in her eyes. And when my mom told me that, I was like, Mm-mm, we're only doing this as minimally as we can. I'm yeah. not my child through that. Good for you. Cause that, huh. I wish I would have. Yeah, but I will say Vivi has- and Kathy, I don't have to tell you. I say it all the time. Vivi is my favorite Dance Moms character. Every time she is on the fucking screen, she's so ridiculously funny. She had such a dry sense of humor. Oh, that she my didn't even recognize. No, and she didn't care that there was a camera. She was just like saying crazy shit. I say to Vivi that she collects friends like I collect enemies, especially young kids. They'll like be this person's friend for, here she comes up the steps. They'll be like this person's friend for a while and they're on their bandwagon. And then over here, yeah. now they're friend. 
not Vivi. She's got this realm of friends that she's met at school, grade school. She's still friends with people from dancing at competitions. I mean, they just, they're collected. And she, on any given night, she can be with this person who went to this school, this person who went, the dance friends. She's a popular kid, aren't you, honey? <laughs> hi, Vivi. Hi, Vivi. Stick your head in and say hi. Oh, God, she used to go to the dermatologist. That's all right, honey. I'm sweaty. Are you we don't out? care. Hi, Vivi. It's your two favorite dance moms, other than your mother. Hi. Congratulations, Teen Miss Dance of Ohio, your t-shirt. There you go. That was through Dance Masters. I assume that was. Are you excited to go to college? Yeah. Are you excited to leave your mother? Um, No. Oh, I'm just teasing. My parents more often than like my friends and stuff, so. Yeah, it is hard to leave. Next Saturday night, I said, okay, we'll be up. We're going to go to Little Italy. Because yeah. now there's like all these things in Cleveland that I've never done. And I'm like, oh, good. I have an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's good that you're away far enough that you can like be on your own. But it's great that you can, you're close enough if you need something. It'll be so fun. You're going to have so much fun. College is fun. Dieting. You're a sweaty mess. Make good choices, but make kind of bad ones. Too. <laughs> you don't be like Christy and I. No, no. I told her make a little bit of bad choices. You're supposed to be a little bit bad in college. It's true. I think college is the opportunity to do goofy ass things Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't do when you were in high school, like cheerleaders doing somersaults. You have that opportunity to do, you know, I mean, yeah, all three of us just went, what? Okay. Okay. So I'm going to use say things and I'm just like, what is that? Well, even you don't mean? understand. I'm not finished figuring out how I want to say it. Okay. So <laughs> you're out, Gabby. When you're in high school, there's things that you wouldn't do because you're too cool. Got it. In college, oh, yeah. you're going to do it because you have the opportunity to be goofy. Yes. I do agree. Now I've heard Brooke give this piece of advice and I've stolen it because I think it's a great piece of advice. So I'm going to give this to you. The day you move into your dorm room and you're moving in, leave your door open because everybody is meeting everybody in the hallways for the first time. And everybody's on like an even playing field because everybody's new. Everybody's a little bit nervous. Everybody's like trying to feel out who's on their floor, who they like. Like it's the only time that nobody knows anyone yet. So like get to know as many people on your floor as you can. So leave your door open. People will pop in and be like, hi, I'm your next door neighbor, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that's a really good piece of advice. From my Brookie. From Brookie. Chloe was just actually with Brooke and uh, Nia yesterday. I saw that. They went to Kennywood. Yeah, they had to leave because it was unhinged how that was a bad choice oh really yeah you they said i haven't talked yeah, to brooks we uh, when we went to see taylor swift oh for a week i kept thinking oh god i'm so nervous to go and so and lo and behold it did happen i yeah. mean there was one point we turned and there were all of these people you know screaming and yelling and i looked at like the ushers and i'm like can you help us out oh yeah and then they start like you know it's amazing how many people recognize you and mm-hmm. how cool. isn't it crazy it's been so long i mean i think covid helped the resurgence of it but it's like for a while before covid like uh nobody was really bothering me and my husband used to laugh and say yeah you're you're a nobody now but now <laughs> anywhere we go we are approached yes okay i have a question since vivi's here kathy what's your most favorite iconic vivi quote from the show Oh, by and large. And I have a funny story about this. I cut my ring. I hope I can still dance. And I love to watch that over and over and over because she is like, 
Look what you did. It's hysterical because you're like, oh, God, it's not even a hangnail. What is your problem? But we were at a competition this past year in Cleveland, I think. And um, oh, that was in Toledo. That was a group. Oh, Toledo. Toledo. Oh, oh my God. The competition. I was exhausted. That was a bad week. I was literally exhausted by the time that we left. It was Toledo. We had a three hour drive, but people would not leave us alone. So we were in this big, huge cafeteria. And the first night that we were there, you were getting ready for your solo. Yeah. Yeah. So Vivi's sitting at this table and she's got her makeup case and she's doing her makeup. And there's all these kids and moms surrounded by us. And this big girl, she's kind of tall. She comes up and she goes, I got a question for Vivi. Jesus. Like, (laughs) oh, oh." and I'm like, I try to be super nice. Of course. No. And I'm like, okay, hey, honey, she's got a question for you. So Vivi looks up. And the girl goes, can you still dance because you cut your finger on your mom's ring? <laughs> no one laughed. Everybody yeah. just, it was like this big, awkward yeah. silence. And Vivi went like this. And just, just <laughs> <trying to laughs> and, like, and like called my, I was like, my, you're never going to guess what's happening. I don't even know if that's my favorite. It just every time you're in scene, when your mom was in the, you were in the back of this car and you guys are driving and you were correcting her. You're like, yes, yes. Say yes, not yeah. Yes. I don't even know if it was. I'm howling at this because it's like, you're just being a mom. Like we all did shit like that, but it was on camera. It was so funny. Well, I like the scene where we were juniors and I don't know if you guys know this or not. Oh, wait, the ice cream? You were sick. Okay. So she was sick and she had a cold. Every time I turned around and I was filming that she was sick. So I'm like showing her how. Yes. To do the, the, okay, the backstory of that, we were going to see Newsies that night and I was so mad because you guys were going to see Newsies the night before and we wanted to go and we wanted to kind of like have a situation where we saw each other there and we had all of this planned and they pulled it and said no. So we went to Newsies while well, we were going to dinner. Do you remember Mitchell? Yes. We were going to dinner. We were going to go to Carmine's afterwards. Mm-hmm. We had had cheesecake in the afternoon, but not really a lunch. She was hungry. And I was like, here, take this cough drop and suck on it because you have a bad cough and I'm going to get you some licorice. So her dinner literally was a cough drop and licorice. <laughs> and I kept putting her off saying a bad mom moment. I kept saying, we're going to Carmine's afterwards. We're going to Carmine. So after the show... All of the little newsies wanted to meet us. Uh-huh. We go up on stage and they're all, you know, and all of a sudden I look over at Vivi and she's like, Ugh! she's throwing oh. all <laughs> over the stage. Vivi! What? It's a great story. And, it, and she was mortified. And the boys were so sweet because they were like, oh, Vivi, they went and cleaned it up. They're like, we will think of every night that we tap dance on this stage. <laughs> Right now, <laughs> <laughs> she, she said she loves telling that. Story. That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. That's actually very funny. Just so you're aware, Kathy, Kelly, and I did not see Newsies that night, and it wasn't because we didn't want to. There was an issue with like there weren't enough tickets, so we're like, we just won't go. And when we went to pick our kids up after we were standing in the lobby, the boys came out and asked to take a picture with us. 
Well, don't you know, Abby starts screaming at everyone that we just wanted to have a picture to pretend that we were there, but we were too cheap to yeah. buy tickets. We were too cheap to buy the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> we were oh like, we God, couldn't get Meanwhile, the we were tickets. being the nice ones saying, like, we won't go because everybody well, else well, really no wanted matter, to go. No matter what the situation, whether you were being nice or you were being mean, they turned it and encompassed it to play against you. Of course. And the funniest thing is, is they wanted a photo with us and we're like, sure. And then she's like, you are trying to make it seem like you're, you went and we didn't. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, like, who cares if we went? People don't care. Kathy, I was just, we just recapped this episode a couple of weeks ago. Do you know what my favorite scene on, of Dance Moms is? By far, hands down, my favorite scene is when Abby brought in that other team and we had to film a bunch of filler, up, like filler content and they had Jill stop by your studio just to like check things out. And you were standing there and you go, nice little Louis Vuitton. And she goes, it fits in my big one. <laughs> it goes inside my big one. It goes inside my big one. Oh my God. I because remember that. It, yeah. is it was so, like you're comparing your Louis. It's like you guys might have just said, what size bra do you wear? You know, like, <laughs> And I also loved in that scene that she's like, oh, I was just doing errands. Meanwhile, you're studio is three hours from yeah. where Jill lives. And you said, what? They don't sell stretch pants over here. <laughs> oh my God, that was hilarious. Yeah. Well, people ask me all the time. They're like, do Jill and Kathy really not like each other? I'm like, no, they really don't like each other. Uh, you know, it's funny because I do get asked about Jill. Mm -hmm. There was, I don't remember where we were. And I think that she was supposed to be on my team. And I remember when she came to my team, I was told that she wasn't doing well with you guys and they wanted me to show her the ropes. And what I found so annoying was that she kept saying, am I doing okay? Am I doing okay? Is that what you want? And I was like, oh my God, stop being a film whore. That's what I kept yeah. in my mind. Okay, but we were somewhere and we went to lunch together. We had like a window of time, wasn't being filmed. It was just her and I, and we had a delightful lunch. And I always say to people that are intimate people within me, I don't say it publicly all the time, but if I would have met her and I would have worked in an office and she would have been in the office also, we probably would have been friends. Yeah. There were a lot of things that we had in common, but now it's to the point where, yeah, it's a good shtick. I can't stand her. Yeah. <laughs> She used to get so aggravated and I would be like, wait, is this real? She'd be like, oh, I can't stand Kathy. And I'm like, oh, like I never, I always kind of thought she was putting it on and then she'd be like, oh, and I'm like, no, we like Kathy Weeks. Like we really do. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I didn't get it. I, I didn't get it. But I also think too, that maybe because you were on season one and you were an OG and like, that was always kind of like a point of contention with her. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because she truly liked to think that she mm -hmm. was an original and she got the perks of being an original. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is you weren't. Yeah. And I still will always point out, I'm like, the OGs, well, including Jill. And she gets a little pissy, but I'm like, you weren't. You didn't even go to our studio. You used to drive past our studio to go to a different studio. Yeah. yeah. Until there was a show there. And she's like, no, we were coming for the training. I'm like, no, you weren't. <laughs> but whatever. So if you said if you were in an office building, if you weren't a dance teacher, what would you do? What would your career have been if you weren't a dance teacher? I wasn't a dance teacher. I would have been an attorney. Oh. Really? <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at Vivi. 
Uh, her faces back there are amazing. Like you own like some sort of store or something, like a oh. jewelry store or something. Oh, like, a boutique. Yeah, but no, like, no, 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 no. I want to work at one. So I, I do. That's my lifelong like, goal to work at a like, jewelry store. One or something. No, I would be an attorney. I'd want <clears throat> to be an attorney. I actually think you probably would be a pretty good attorney. Yeah. Like you would just be funny. These <laughs> faces are amazing. Attorneys have to be somewhat theatrical when they're in the uh-huh. court. So I would fit the bill. Yeah. I wish that I would have went to law school. That's interesting. I always told Chloe, I was like, maybe you should be an attorney because that little brat likes to argue with me, but that's just her arguing with me. Yeah. It's different to argue with your mom. Totally. When people ask us all the time, like, what was the hardest part about being on the show? My answer is always the schedule because I thought it was brutal. I mean, there's a million things that were hard. What do you think the hardest part was? Well, I definitely think the schedule was even tougher for me. A hundred percent. I've said that a million times. I'm like, Kathy had to drive then after this. Well, yeah. yeah. So six weeks, I, I remember we would be off on Monday and then I'd have to get in the car and drive over there, you know, and then, and then sometimes I would come home and I hated the roads and I didn't want to drive after dark. So, but even when they came to me, the schedule was difficult and I took a lot of static on social media. You know, well, she doesn't know how to choreograph her own dances and why does she have guest choreographers and blah, blah, blah. Well, the reason why was because, you know, you were given a window this big to teach the kids and Mm -hmm. then my teams would go back to their hotel and they would practice in the nighttime at three o'clock when they would shut down filming. They would go and practice Well, somebody had to practice with them. But I was at the dance studio Ah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I would be teaching my real life classes and trying to keep my business, you know, up and running. That's why a choreographer would come in. Well, then I got smart and I was like, hey. I want Erin to choreograph. Of course, that didn't happen till the very end. I want Erin to choreograph because her and I, I can throw out what I want her to put in and it's yeah. more homegrown right. than getting all these people. Although I will have to say, I loved Anthony. Oh, Kelly has enough. She doesn't love Anthony because of what he said about Paige. I loved him and we had a great chemistry that was so much fun. And he occasionally reaches out to me, occasionally. And we it, saw him in Atlanta. Uh, Dance Masters. Yeah. Vivi didn't ah, realize him. He, he kept staring at her, said hi. And Vivi was like, who is that? Then he wrote to me, hey, I just saw Vivi at Dance Masters. She was like, why is this man staring at me? <laughs> yeah. She was like, like, hit me on the back. I was like, hi. And I was like, oh. I get that being weird, Vivi. You're like, um, I don't know you. Can you not touch me? Thank you. Well, no. And that makes sense because Abby had Gianna to rehearse with the girls. And, you know what I mean? Like, And so that totally makes sense. She had other teachers teaching the other classes too. Right. And, and like she had I, a tap teacher. Yeah. She had a ballet teacher. She Exactly. Had, you know. And I was doing, Aaron and I were doing it all. You know, of course we do have other teachers, but we had three rooms going on. So mm-hmm. I had my own workload. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Abby had already made the concessions in the studio to like rearrange things to revolve around the show where the show wasn't at your studio full time. So you had to like squeeze it in. We always talk about how the schedule was brutal for you, because especially in those first six, like we'd be exhausted. And then on our dark days, you'd have to drive to Ohio and we're and Vivi was little like she was the littlest. Yeah, she missed all of kindergarten. But I do have and I've said this publicly now, and I don't I don't care. What can they do? I don't think they can come back after me. But Vivi's first grade, it was during Mother's Day, and the school had a mom tea. And I wanted to go so bad. Aww. It was Friday, and we had to travel. 
we had filmed all week long and I called him up and lied and told him I was sick and that I wasn't going to make it so that I could go to her tea. Oh, I used to do that shit all the time, Kathy. Every time me and Abby fought, well, not every time, but a lot of the times it was to get Brooke to be able to go to a school dance or something. That was like the basis of why we weren't there. They would say, oh, Brooke got thrown out because she sucked in her dance or whatever. But right, it was right. because she wanted to go to a school dance or something. Not not me. I really just fought with Abby. <laughs> no, I fought with her too. But I mean, a lot of the things, like you'll notice like when Brooke wasn't there or whatever, it was because homecoming dance or. Yeah. You know. Well, and and I mean, it was difficult trying to keep normalcy. Of course. Of course it was. It, what little there could have been, you know, what little there could have been. Okay, so something that we have realized, and actually, it wasn't just when we do the recaps of the show. We realized this when we were filming. It used to drive me nuts because regardless of what the truth of a situation was, Abby used to be able to like say whatever she wanted and manipulate it and people would believe it. She would be like, Chloe never goes to class. And so like the world is like, Chloe never goes to class. You never pay your bills. Yeah. You never tried to get a private. We're like, no, we tried to get privates. We just couldn't get them. But one thing I say, and I bring this up every freaking single time is didn't it make you nuts how she would attack your, uh, like your credibility as a dance teacher? Well, which of course. But I I mean, that used to, because uh, I was like, that's bullshit. In yeah. the grand scheme of things, I know that you guys feel differently about Abby than I do, because I probably knew Abby before, well, not you, Kelly, but I probably knew Abby before you, Christy. Oh, for sure. I met her in like 1988. Yeah, no, you definitely knew her before me. I feel that Abby did kind of what I did. She became bigger than life and she said what she knew the producers wanted to hear. So she was playing the acting game. It's just that you guys were with her all the time, but oh yeah, I used to feel so beaten when I would turn and walk away and she would say, you know, you're a joke. And I knew that it was part of what we were doing, but the audience didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, there were the people that were the haters that capitalized on that and losing. Well, you even talked to me about that, Christy, about Mm -hmm. the, we were in Cleveland and we kicked the pants off of you guys before the show ever happened. Yeah. Some of the numbers you did that year, there was Yadros, there was Ah. Sail Away, because we did Sail Away the exact same year. That's funny. tied with my girl, Emily, for top overall. So we were on the same playing field. Abby's very creative and her dancers are amazing. Uh, Yes. And prior to the show, I used to look upon Abby as a mentor because I thought that she was so brilliant in her creativity. And I still think that to this day. Yeah, I do too. She's definitely a great choreographer. For sure. I just feel like, you know, one of the things that I used to hate, I hated the reunion show that the new team was there. Those new moms, the blonde lady that was from New England, Cloud. Oh, 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 oh. I was still there, right? Yes. And they were attacking me about things that were like storyline. And I kept thinking to myself while I was sitting there filming, come on, guys. This isn't real. They play along. Well, we used to say that with Melissa and stuff. They would tell us things that we had to, you know, get to that day and we would do it. And when somebody doesn't play along with you, it makes it very difficult. I kept saying you signed up to be on a reality show. 
you signed up to be on a reality show. <laughs> like You know, I saw those moms. Vivi was in that thing that was big there for a while. Um, What was it called? Oh, uh, Cabaret oh. for a Cause. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Vivi danced and all of them were there. And I was a nervous wreck because I just didn't want to be near them because they were vicious. And they came up to me and said, you know, we were just playing. We really think that you're awesome. We think you're a doll, blah, 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 blah. So then I became friendly with them. Mm, okay. So basically every time that somebody who came in that like didn't quite get it, that's why I never liked when they would bring new people on. I'm like, they don't get it. Like they don't get it. It's hard. And they're just like, well, you have to get it on a lot of levels. I, I mean, like how many times did you feel like you were being set up? Like every day? I think then people felt like they got it because they watched the show, but it's yeah. to, like watch the show and think of what like people's characters are than what is really happening. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Did you come up with all of your candy apple puns? Everything but Whoville called They Want Your Nose Back. You didn't come up with that? Who came up with that? Oh, I can't remember who he was. Adam had dark hair kind of on the slight side. I don't remember Adam. I mean, we had Adam I... as a camera guy. No, sound. I don't remember. They would sometimes come at me with something and I'd be like, I am my own material. You don't need to fill my head. <laughs> Sometimes they would say more in the chair. They would be like, can you say this? And I would look at them and I'd go, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. I'm not saying now, that. This stuff was different though. I, you yeah. know, you have to read that verbatim with what they set up. So that stuff, I never considered that. Like your lines. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, boy, I wasn't talking to you. That was just came into my head. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Well, you always did have a witty comeback for sure. I love, I still love, and this is such an important question. I think I asked you this on my podcast, but I'm going to ask you this here now because this is this is one of the most important questions from Dance Moms. Was the bag you hit Abby with designer? It was my flat in London. Okay. That was a brand that was hot for a minute. Okay. And it was adorable because it had like um, a very British looking seal. Okay little dogs and it was embossed the okay. purse was like this big it had oh. like maybe a wallet maybe my a lipstick was it a little louie in there did you have a little louie inside of it <laughs> I, mean, I didn't have any little louies i had big ones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no and it was brand spanking new mm. i had not carried it but that time. Mm, well, it's funny. I, cause this was the episode we were supposed to recap, but um, I did not know I was not there. I was in big fat trouble that week, but I didn't know that Abby cried and called her mom <laughs> after you hit her. <laughs> oh, she called her mom. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, she cried and called her mom. I yeah. love whenever she threw the water on you. It's like, oops, I didn't know the lid wasn't on. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, and you know, you know, again, there's a backstory to that scene. I had been sick all week with bronchitis. So I was really sick. We were in Detroit. It was snowing and cold out. I had a dress on that was lacy. So there were lots of holes in it. Uh -huh. Literally after I got doused by Abby. And what made me very upset was, of course, you know, I always had to go in to your dressing room. Oh, I hated that. Yeah. So I walked in, I said something and turned and walked out. And as I was turning... The crew was standing there and they pushed me back in. Oh, now, God. If you watch that, if you watch that episode, I'm walking in and I'm going, 
that's not that did not happen. And that is so stupid. And you can tell that that's edited in. And it's so stupid. So after I got doused by Abby, then turned around and got hit again by Jill. I was soaked all the way down to my underwear. And my team was running around after the lights were down, trying to find towels, trying to find hair dryers just to get me dry so I didn't need to go outside in the cold and walk to my car. Oh, well, those are nice people. Wait, honey. Yes, go ahead. She has a friend who absolutely is bonkers loves, over YouTube. My best friend loves Dan's mom. She oh, loves really? So That's she would cool. love for you to say hi to yeah. her. Yeah, hi, Maya. Okay. Hi, Maya. That's always so funny when it's like, our kids have friends that are fans of the show that they grew up on. That's where it becomes beyond us. Because people always ask us, I'm like, it's not us. It's like this own, its own entity. You know, it's like this weird, it's hard to describe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. So any, any final thoughts from you, Kathy, before we go over to the after party? We have an after party on Patreon. You're welcome to join us. But if you need to go, you're welcome to run. I still have time. It's a quarter after one. I still have time. We'll jump over the after party. But any final thoughts just for our regular listeners? I think that my final thoughts are, it definitely was an experience that more people in the world don't get to say that they did. Mm -hmm. When you look at the bad There was a lot of bad. There were a lot of tears. There was a lot of frustration. But then when you come over here and you look at, look at us sitting and laughing and reminiscing and being friends and the the relationships that were built with some of us, that was good. That was a super nice thing. And I always appreciated you, Christy, more than you would ever know was when we were all out eating lunch and they kept hammering you open up about Vivi and Vivi had no idea at the time that she was adopted. And Mm -hmm. I wanted that to be very organic. And I used to say, that's my reality. It's not the world's reality. And you were such an ally when it came to that. Even though after that, we had our little altercation in LA. Oh yes. I choked you. I know. Knew that you were looking out for the best interest of someone. And I always felt very heartfelt about that. Aw, Kathy. And to flip it, like, so this is going to become like Christy and Kathy Kumbaya. The, the day that I left, like the day I left the show, Kelly, obviously you were gone. But when Abby said that horrific stuff about Chloe, and I mean, I was destroyed that day. I, It had been a long time coming. There was a lot. You can see the mental breakdown and when we were walking down that hallway and I had been in that room with women that I had known for 10, 15 years at that point, and nobody came out and checked on me except for you. And it wasn't on it was the day I got arrested. Yeah. But one of them called me. Hold on. I was there. <laughs> I said not one of them. Oh, okay. I just want you to be clear. I was there. But um, no. And that's why. And it wasn't like you came up to me on camera. I mean, they might have filmed it. I don't remember. But it wasn't a camera thing. It was like you were genuinely checking on me. But I think everybody had to have everybody's back. Yeah. Yeah. So we might have fought. <laughs> we might have wanted to kill each other. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think you know who you get a very real read on people in situations like that. So 
Mwah, Kathy, love you. You can fight with me anytime. You can come back to the bar. You can hang out with us. I'll never choke you again. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite pair of earrings got broke with that incident. I don't even recall that incident. I really don't. She I swears mean, that she didn't touch you. I'm like, I don't think I touched her. But I mean, maybe I did. I don't know. You know. Those kind of moments are always like you're in a fog. Yeah, mm-hmm. you block them out. And, and it's hard to sit and recap all of the minuscule details because it happened and your brain is just like, whoa, is this really happening? You know, and, and that's when my team kind of left me and turned it all on me that it was my fault. But I mean, oh, well, look, I apologize if I did choke you. I'm sorry if I didn't choke you. I'm sorry. So look, we've all moved on. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't have me arrested. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because <laughs> right now I think I'm the only dance mom without a rap sheet. <laughs> Wait a minute. Somebody just told me that, oh, it was Abby. She called the police. But I hid her with my purse. And she said, you had not a warrant out for my arrest, but there is a, a report in Detroit on me. So boy, if I go there, I'm going to have to really behave and not do anything. Yeah. Yeah, really? I don't know. Oh God, you're going to be in TMZ next week. Just you wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kathy. Well, thank you. Oh, wait for everybody who's listening and they want to follow Kathy, tell them where to find you. Um, You can find me on Instagram. It's um, I don't even know what it is. I think it's official Kathy Nesbitstein. It's not poodle toes any longer. No, uh-uh, no. And um, I have a verified Facebook, which I've been pretty active on and I'm gaining. I'm ga- you know, I never did any of that when you guys did it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like sucking hind tit. I don't have millions like you. <laughs> But sucking hind tit. Social media is growing. All right. Well, everybody go follow Kathy so she doesn't suck a hind tit. <laughs> Dear God. All right. We're going over to the after show now. We'll see you on that side. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.